What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another edition of the Jays for Days podcast. I'm Josh. He's Josh. We got Jays Jumpers, Jaron Jackson Jr., John Morantz, Joe Johnson, John Raffs, of course. We got Jays. We got them for days. Josh, how are you doing? We are engaging in a rather epic battle with Wi-Fi connections, so hoping that this works. Epic, pathetic, <laughs> frustrating, rage-inducing. All of it works. All of it works. Um, this is about the, I don't know, 14th time we've done the intro, so I'm about tired of of explaining how this, this here game works. So I'm going to do it in about 15 seconds. Here we go. Uh, Three-part trivia time. First two parts were teams and awards. The others were stats. This is NCAA tournament trivia time. Josh is up 2-0 in the series and up 11 points overall. It has not been close. We're still going to do part three because what else are we going to do? Uh, you get five points if you answer the question correctly without a hint. If you need a hint, you get three points. And if you need the multiple choice following the hint, you get one point. We have eight question, questions each, and, and there will be a winner at the very end. Any nice. questions? Any questions? No? Awesome. Uh, Josh has tried to ask me the first question a gajillion times, so... Um, we're going to run through it again. Um, I've already been given the opportunity to answer without with five points, and I've been given the hint, and I still haven't gotten it correct. So Josh is going to ask the question, and we'll uh, we'll roll back the curtain on the things that I've already guessed, and then he's going to give me the multiple choice. And if I get the multiple choice right, I'll get one point. If not, we will move on with zero points. Josh, please ask your first question before the internet craps itself. <laughs> I built a spreadsheet and everything for this question, so I wanted to ask it first. Which team has the most NCAA tournament wins, just games won in the NCAA tournament, over the decade, starting 2013-14, that we are covering, which is obviously only nine NCAA tournaments because 2020 didn't happen, The which you guessed Villanova, mm-hmm. and then the hint I gave you was this team unlike Villanova at the beginning of the stretch, never loses early in the tournament. Think Sweet 16 and Elite 8 basically every season. Don't necessarily think for the home run national championships. Think for more consistently picking up three, four, five wins. And then you guessed Duke, which was also incorrect. So your multiple choices are North Carolina, Purdue, Kansas, and Gonzaga. Uh, I'm going to go with Kansas. Also incorrect. All right. Then. Kansas is fourth. So who list. is it? It is Gonzaga. Okay. See, I guessed Gonzaga when we were freezing, and I think you said incorrect to something else, so I thought Gonzaga oh, was incorrect. So <laughs> it's just a train wreck all around. We'll just we're just gonna move on. I'm gonna ask my first question. I'm we'll just we'll just take the L in a gajillion different ways. And and we'll just we'll just keep it. I thought it might be Gonzaga because they had like even as like an eleven seed, they went to the Sweet Sixteen at one point. Mm-hmm. And anyways, there you go. Good job, Gonzaga. Uh, number one, there has only been one non-Gonzaga mid-major number one seed in the last ten years, and that team was in twenty fourteen. Who was that team? When did they lose? And who did they lose to? Oh, oh boy. Okay, so this is the first NCAA tournament that is in our time period. Correct? That is correct. So I'm going to guess Wichita State. Okay, that is correct. Okay. They lost. What were the other two parts? Who did they lose to? And oh, when did they lose? And when did they lose? Correct. Round of 32, Kentucky. That is correct. Well done. Yeah, that was the year that Kentucky, they actually opened the tournament, This opened the year as plus 400 odds to win the, the national championship. I believe they were the favorites. And then for one reason, they had a bad regular season, but then it was one of those things where you didn't want to play them mm-hmm. in the tournament anyways, and everyone yep. kind of circled that second round matchup between yep. Wichita State and Kentucky. And Kentucky... It was like one. It was probably the best game of the tournament. Like it was exactly what people thought it it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that is that is correct. It was Kentucky in the round of thirty two uh, in two thousand fourteen over Wichita State. 
They also went on to win the went on to the final four that year. Yes. Yeah. Right. That Kentucky team got. Yeah. It was a. Well, they haven't figured it out yet. But if they do, and then it was. Oh, they have figured it out. Then yeah. Yep. All righty. Question two. This is relating to last season's tournament in particular. Which conference had the most wins and the best winning percentage? Of any high major conference, Conference USA, unsurprisingly, thanks to Fort Atlantic, won seventy five percent of their co- their tournament games. So, sure. taking that out of the equation, of the high majors, this conference had the most total wins and highest winning percentage. Most total wins and highest winning percentage from last year. Okay. Was it the ACC? That is incorrect. Okay. Your hint is that I think it might have been five teams. This was not a conference that sent seven or eight teams, but most of them performed quite well, one of them in particular. So it was more of a everybody pretty much won, and I'm trying to think, oh, one team lost. I think I think it was five, four of them won at least one game and two of them made deep runs. So it was more of a, just everybody pretty much performed well. And then you had one team kind of carrying the load. Okay. Um, Then I feel like it's got to be the Big East. That is correct. Yeah. It was either, it was either, it was one of the conferences that were represented in the Final Four. That that generally would need to be the case. but Right, because Marquette got to the second, got to the round of 32. Creighton made the deep run. Xavier won, what was it, two games? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was just Providence that lost in the first round. Right, 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 right. All right. I'll take the three points. Uh, Number two. Sorry, my scoring system was incorrect. One second. There we go. Uh, Number two, last year the national championship was played between a four and a five seed. What was the only other time that the national championship did not involve a number one seed in this time period? Ooh, thought you were going to make me name another four and five seed matchup. Okay. No, there was not another one of those in this time period. (laughs) There was one other national championship game that didn't involve a one seed. Hmm. And I want I and I want the two teams that played in that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it wasn't twenty two, it wasn't twenty one, it wasn't nineteen. I'm going to say twenty fourteen Yukon Wisconsin. That is incorrect. Yeah, I feel you like are, I'm getting... you are incredibly close. It wasn't uh, Wisconsin. Oh um you, it was 2014. UConn was the national champion. I, I got the yeah, I got the runner and, up and wrong. The, and the thing that's going to drive you crazy is that the answer to the question, the other team, is the answer to the first question I asked you, or the part of the answer to the first question. Right. It was that Kentucky team. Correct. Correct. Right. It was UConn. UConn, the number seven seed versus Kentucky, the number eight seed. <laughs> Wisconsin was also a one seed in 2015 when they played Duke, who was also a one seed. There were four one seeds in that. Right. I knew it was. I I, I couldn't figure. I knew it was a. T, it was a big time blue blood mm-hmm. program that you can't beat. And yep, just could not place it. Yeah, there you go. Wisconsin was in that final four. You did. You were remembering Wisconsin. Okay, that makes that me feel four. better. Okay. And yeah, because I knew it wasn't, wasn't the year they seed. played Duke. And Wisconsin wasn't a one seed okay. that year either. So okay. All right. you were close, but Kentucky beat Wisconsin in that final four. 
Ah. UConn beat beat Florida, who was a one seed that year. Yes, okay. That was the Scotty Wilbekin year. Ah, yes. Shout out to Scotty Scotty Wilbekin. Did you know that Scotty Wilbekin did not play in the NBA? Like I can't whatever, say whatever parameter is considered NBA player. I guess if you just played in an NBA game, you get the little NBA logo next mm-hmm. to your name. Mm-hmm. Scotty Wilbekin, whatever that parameter is, he did not meet that parameter. I would not have. I if you told me that that was the case, I wouldn't have believed you. And you? Yeah, I did not know that. I'm not stunned, but I probably would have guessed that. Yeah, he at some point got an opportunity. I went to that Sweet 16 Elite Eight that year the, the, mm-hmm. that Florida was in. The South region went through Memphis that year. It, uh-huh. was, it was Gonzaga, Florida, Dayton, and Stanford. That's who was in the, that region. Oh, yeah. That was the Lopez brothers, right? Or was that? I think that's a little late. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind. I, I was Dwight doing the Powell. math on that. Dwight that Powell one. was on the set, Stanford uh, team. Yes. Okay. Okay. That was a Jeremy Pargo Gonzaga team. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, well done. Three points there for three points there for Josh. All right. Number three. This is kind of similar to one of the questions you asked, but not the same piece of information. True. The last time before last season, two mid majors not named Gonzaga made the Final Four. UConn also won the national championship. Who were the two teams that made it that time? Are you asking me a question outside of 2014? Connected. Yeah, I, I will tell you. Yeah, I connected it back in. Okay. But it did. Yes, because it, right, it relates to last season. But I will say that it does not have to be. The other one did not happen in the time parameters. Yes. Right. Because UConn only won two in this parameter. And I we just could discuss who was in the final four that year. Yes. And it was three mid-major, three high-major teams. Um, okay. So that leads me to believe it was 2011. So that would have to be the Butler Bulldogs. And... I believe that was the VCU year. Is that correct? I, was, I figured you were going to get that one. Very good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Shouts to our beloved Butler Bulldogs. Actually, I'm not sure I'm shouting out the Butler Bulldogs <laughs> after the last week. So, uh, we shouts to the 2011 Butler men's basketball team. There you go. There that you I go. feel be- That I feel better about. Yeah. All right. Number three. So generally speaking, the all-tournament team is made up of three players from the winning team and two two (laughs) players from the losing team, okay? Did you notice this pattern as well? I did. Okay. (laughs) Occasionally, a player who didn't play in the national final will slip into the all-tournament team, a la Johnny Juzang was on the 2021 all-tournament team despite not playing in the national championship. Only once in this period did four players from the national champion make the all-tournament team. Are you smiling at me? Do you have the same question? I have something connected to it. I'll ask you next. Great. Uh, well, which <laughs> team was that and what were the players? Oh, okay. So it was the 2018 Villanova Wildcats. I know that much. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Who were the players? Okay. So we're going to guess that Jalen Brunson was on there. Okay. It's an 18. Yeah, so that was the most recent one. So DiVincenzo. Okay. Bridges. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to say Eric Pascal. That is correct. That is oh. correct. Those were the four. It was either Pascal or Mario Spellman, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was going back and forth between the right. two. Yeah. yeah. 
Well done. That is correct. Okay. 2018. You know, it's a, you know, it's a pretty high level program when one of your multiple choices can be Villanova 2016 <laughs> and it's Arch Diakno, Josh Hart, Phil Booth and Chris Jenkins. Yeah. And that wouldn't have been correct. Right. Chris Jenkins, not one of the all tournament team guys, by the way. Hmm. It was Arch Diakno, Hart and Booth. Okay. Interesting. But well done. Okay. Let's stay on the, the theme yeah. here. I'll ask you my <laughs> question related to the same thing. Okay. Although mine is, I'll, oh yeah, I'll see how you handle this one. Okay. okay. So, like you said, 2018, the all-tournament team had four Villanova Wildcats. Mm-hmm. Who was the only, who was the other player on that team? Mo Wagner. Correct. Very good. He had a 24.15 rebound double-double against Loyola Chicago in the final four, which I did not nice. remember him being that good, but there you go. How about that? How about that? That's good. That's good. Um, all right. Five points to the J Mole. Sure. Sure. All right. Number four. Name the three double digit seeds in the final four in this time span. Ooh. Okay. Three double digit seeds in the final four. Mm-hmm. UCLA. Okay. Uh, Loyola. Sure. Only once, though. Not the second time. Correct. And they weren't a double-digit seed the second time. Yeah. And... I'm going to say VCU. That is incorrect. Mm. That is incorrect. Um, the hint is so the hint was two of these teams are storied college basketball programs. The other was more of a true Cinderella. So you got UCLA, one of the storied college basketball programs, and Loyola Chicago, the true Cinderella. So you're looking for a storied college basketball program. Hmm. Oh, North Carolina was a 10. That is incorrect. Really? Oh, no, mm-hmm. no, because they were, yeah, they were a nine. Because mm-hmm. they played Baylor in the second round. Mm-hmm. Ah, jeez. Okay. Um, your multiple choice is, I'm just going to give you the multiple choice. So I had the three multiple choice, the three of the four teams. I was going to say name three of the four. So I'm just going to give you the four, and you're going to have to, that I had in the multiple choice. Two of them are going to be teams you've already guessed. Okay. So, um, Loyola, Chicago, Syracuse, Oregon, UCLA. Well, of course it's Syracuse. Of course it's Syracuse, right? <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, Syracuse in 2016 went as a 10 seed. Yeah. That was okay. the year that they were 23 and 14 after their run to the final four. <laughs> they beat. Virginia in the national in the regional final, uh, they beat they got some they got some luck so they beat Dayton and then MTSU beat I believe Michigan State that year in the fifteen two I believe yep, that's what that, that was sounds right and then Syracuse beat MTSU and then they got to play an eleven seed Gonzaga that had gotten to the Sweet Sixteen mm. so they had to beat a number one seed to get to the Final Four props but they beat seven fifteen and eleven on the way there. To the yeah. to the sweet to the elite eight, okay. So I had forgotten that. I was like, "Oh yeah, that was such a dumb basketball team." Do you remember <laughs> the leading score on that team? I certainly didn't. The name that comes to mind is Tyler Ennis. That's a good guess, but no, Michael Gibin Oh. Benigi? I wouldn't be surprised if the G is silent. Benigi, yeah, I maybe? feel like I yeah, I don't that that now sounds vaguely familiar. A a a Benigi? Yeah. 
I don't remember. Malachi how to Richardson it, was on that team. Trevor Cunha oh, yeah. was on that team. There okay. were there were eight top one hundred players on that team. Wow, I know, right? It's kind of impressive. I think eight. Yeah, quick math. Sure. All right. Well done. All right, number four. There is, according to is my this number four, or number five. Five, sorry. Okay. It's number four right. on my list, but I already asked number eight. Sorry. Okay. Five. All right. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. According to my meticulously calculated spreadsheet, there is one high major program with at least four NCAA tournament wins over this time period that has won multiple NCAA tournament games. Again, I don't think this is including the first four. Every time it's made the tournament. Name that program. Say that. Will you will you repeat that one yeah. more time? There is one high major program okay. that has won at least four NCAA tournament games and won multiple games every time, not including the first four. Mm-hmm. Won multiple games every time it's made the tournament. Okay. So they've won multiple games every time they've made the tournament in this time span? Yes, and won at least four total. So it's not like they... Okay. They got to one round of 32 and that was it. Either so they got to get so they'd have to get past round of 32 as well because they won multiple so that they've made it to the well, sweet 16 at least every time they've made it. Yeah, so it could be two sweet 16 runs, right? So you win sure. Or it could be one run deeper. They have collected at least four NCAA tournament wins and won multiple yes. So they haven't exited in the round of 32 or round of 64. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that makes me feel like, so it's not a team like Virginia, of course. It's not Purdue, of course. So that takes a couple teams. And it's a high major team, so it's not Gonzaga. Um, Villanova's lost a round of 32 relatively recently, so it's not them. Every time they made the tournament, that feels like you're you're kind of you're kind of looking at a team that doesn't make the tournament all that often, or at least is not one of those teams that is like every single year. I'm gonna go Miami, Florida. Good guess. Mm. Incorrect. Okay. Right, because they was made that... like a run as like a ten seed, right, and then they made this run this past year. Right, mm-hmm. am I remembering that correctly? Yes, there was also a year where they lost as a six seed or something in the first round. Of course, there was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> my hint: you are on the right track here. Yeah, uh, this team <laughs> does not make the NCAA tournament very often. Okay. So think about one really bizarre run. And this team, you would have just never really talked. I mean, this that might have been just about the only time out of the outside of the season preview for this conference we have talked about this program in the okay. entirety of these ten of this podcast. <laughs> they popped up one year, <laughs> so they only went to the tournament once. I'll give you that. Yeah, <laughs> they so only they went to four- the tournament once, and they won. At and least they won four, four games. So they went to the final four. <laughs> yeah. And they only were in the tournament once. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that takes out a team like Michigan. It's not Syracuse. That's kind of that's kind of wild. And it's a high major team, so it's not a <laughs> team like Loyola. Correct. And it's not a team like Florida Atlantic. Correct. High major final four team. And it wouldn't be one of those number one seeds. It wouldn't be a team like Gonzaga. It wouldn't be a Kentucky or UConn. It wouldn't be... Mm, high major final four. It wouldn't be UCLA. 
Let's see that 2019. It wouldn't be Texas Tech. It wouldn't be a team like Michigan State. This team went to a Final Four. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Were they a high seed? As in a really good seed? Yeah. No. Want to say they were a seven? Final four, seven seed, high major. And it wasn't Oregon State. Oregon State didn't quite make the final four. Correct. That's the type of team, though. Yes, that's kind of, yes, that's kind yes. of the team we're talking. That's the type of team we're talking about. Yes, it wouldn't have been like Georgetown because Georgetown didn't make a deep run even in that year that they they won the Big East. They like Correct. lost immediately, so it wouldn't have been Georgetown. Dude, we're doing a whole lot of eliminating and not a ton of <laughs> processing the right answer. Like a team like Georgia Tech comes to mind, but Georgia Tech didn't make a run like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, high profile, fairly high profile coach who's no longer there. Okay. Fairly high profile, but it's not a team like West Virginia. They haven't made a run like no. that. See, there's a, like there's all these teams that have they've been to more than one tournament. That's the part that that's the mm-hmm. part that I'm not uh fairly high profile coach that's not there anymore. This is my hint, right? I've already yes. guessed Miami, Florida, right? Yes. Was that the yeah. was that was my guess, right? Okay. Yeah. High profile. Fairly high profile. One tournament. Final four. This is good. This this is gonna it's gonna drive me crazy when I don't get it. You're gonna Final get it with four. the multiple choice if it goes there. I guarantee it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so so 2023 was UConn loyal. Uh, sorry, UConn, Miami, Florida. UConn, Miami, Florida, San Diego State, and Miami. So it's not 2023. 2022 was Kansas, Duke. Who were the other two teams? UNC, so it's not that. And then one other team. It's not Syracuse. Villanova. It's Villanova. Villanova, right. Blue Blood Final Four. 2021 was UCLA, Gonzaga, Baylor, and somebody else. Houston. Houston, sure. 2019 was Virginia, Texas Tech. Michigan State. Michigan State. And, and I don't know. I don't remember the last team. Yeah, who did Virginia beat? It was not that tournament. Was the Virginia be like Kansas State or something? Was that the year that it was like Kansas State or Loyola? No, that would have been the year before. Yeah, I don't think it was Kansas State. Kansas State has been to multiple tournaments. Kansas State was a team that I considered, but they haven't been to a Final Four. Fairly high profile. Okay, I got to get a guess out of here so out, out so we can move on. 15, it wouldn't have been 15. 16 was UNC and Villanova. All right, let's just, let's go, let's go conferences. Let's, let's, let's look at it a little more like that. Who are the bottom tier mid, high major teams? Last season like is an accurate reflection of how things have been going for this program on the men's side. <laughs> okay. There's another hint. Oh, 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 oh,
Frank Martin, uh, and uh, what was Cinderus Thornwell? Right, right. Okay, all right, all right. Well done. (laughs) Isn't that a great stat? That's a great one. That's great. (laughs) That is fantastic. Alrighty, um, on to number five. How many times over this time span, so that's nine NCAA tournaments, was the most outstanding player a guard? Oh, boy. Now, also... Perimeter guard. Okay, I was going to say, does, does Jalen Wilson, for example, count as a guard? Although um, Jalen Wilson wouldn't have been the most outstanding player. Ochai Abaji also would have fit that same category. Yes. But yes. Okay. Ochai so. Abaji has been a most outstanding player, and he is considered a guard. Okay. All right, so we got one. And and to help you a little bit, um, actually no, that's my hint. Okay, so never mind. Okay, that's my hint. So I believe it was Sonogo this year. So that doesn't count. I'm going to assume Virginia. It was a guard. I'm going to assume Villanova was a guard. Seventeen. Hmm. I feel like I'm going to say no. 16, yes. 15. I'm going to say six. That is incorrect. Oh, that is incorrect. My, the most outstanding all, player always comes from a national champion. Mm-hmm. And the champions are as follows. I'm just going to give you the champions. Can yeah. I try? I was just trying to recite them. Can I see if I have them? Sure. So you got UConn. Mm-hmm. Then you have Kansas. Oh, oh, you're going backwards. Backwards, sorry, yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Sorry, UConn, yeah, yeah. Right. front UConn and back. Bookends. I forgot about that. UConn, yes, UConn bookends this, yeah. Yes, yeah. Then Baylor. Mm-hmm. So then we go to 2019, which was Virginia. Correct. Villanova. Sure. North Carolina. Absolutely. Villanova. Mm-hmm. Duke. Mm-hmm. UConn. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So my thought and your, was, and, and your other hint is that this is basketball in the <laughs> in the twenty tens to in the the mid twenty tens yeah. to twenty twenty three. Okay. So it, UConn absolutely twenty fourteen UConn absolutely. I believe it was mm-hmm. Tyus Jones in fifteen. Then 16, I think it was Archer Diacono. Maybe I just miscounted. <laughs> 17, that was the one I wasn't sure about because I feel like it was just, oh, it was Joel Berry. Okay, so we're going to count UConn or UNC now. 18, I'm assuming it was Brunson. It had to be one of the guards. 19, I'm assuming it was, I think it was Kyle Guy. I'm assuming it was one of the guards. Then. 21 was definitely a guard. 22, Otaibaji counts as a guard. Okay, so I'm going to say eight. That is correct. Okay. Sonogo was the only <laughs> Sonogo was the only most outstanding player that was not a guard in this in this time period. It is eight. Very nice. Um, nice day. 14 was Shabazz Napier. Right. You were correct in 15 and 16 and 17. Jones, Archdiakono, Barry. It was Dante DiVincenzo in 2018. Oh, of course it was. Uh, then it was Kyle Guy, Jared Butler, Ochag Baji. Yeah. Well done. Okay. Well done. Well done. Uh, eight, point, eight is the correct answer and three points to you, sir. All righty. Number uh, okay. six. This one is also, I think, a pretty much a layup for you. Okay. The last three Final Fours have featured two teams from the same state. Can you name those six teams? 
the last three Final Fours have named have been there have been two teams from the same state. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this past year it was Miami and Florida Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Last year it was Duke and North Carolina. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then so twenty twenty one. 2021 would have been Baylor and Houston. That is correct. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. sweet. That is kind of crazy. That's kind of wild. I mean, two of them aren't that wild. Houston and Baylor and UNC and Duke. But like the fact that it was Florida and it was Miami and Florida Atlanta, that's pretty fun. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. Number six. One player on the men's or women's side has multiple NCAA most outstanding players in the last 10 years. Who is it? See, I don't think that's the right answer. I think it has to. Mm. I'm going to go into. Is that what I want? Is that my guess? Beat. I'm going to say Brianna Stewart. That is correct. Well yes. done. Brianna Stewart, uh, they, they won three <laughs> national championships in a row. Sorry, four. From 2013 to 2016, and Brianna Stewart was the most outstanding player all four years. <laughs> well done, well done. I, I assumed I was thinking Aja Wilson for a second, but I went, "There's no way that she got two of them because they only won one." So I that figured it had to be a UConn player, and I was hoping that that Stewart was. I thought now, she was at the very beginning of the time period. So now, now South Carolina. Now she she won three in this time span. The first one was 2013. The only right. other school to win multiple championships in this time period is, is South Carolina. South Carolina. It, was, mm-hmm. it was Aaliyah Boston, right? Two years ago, right? Very nice. Well done. Well done. Well done. Five points there for Josh. We're based. We've wrapped this up. The last two are just for exhibition at this point. Um, okay, number seven. Okay, every last year's iteration of the Big Twelve program, uh-huh. <laughs> except one, has multiple NCAA tournament victories in this time period. What is the one program that does not? The one program that does not. Okay, so let's go through this. Multiple tournament wins in this time span. Okay, so Baylor, Texas, Kansas, Kansas State out the window immediately. So that's that's four right there. Oklahoma went to a Final Four, so that's five. Um, Baylor, Kansas, Kansas State, Texas, Oklahoma. TCU went on that like weird run. So they have multiple. So the four we're missing are Oklahoma State. Texas Tech is not one. Texas Tech went to a Final Four. So that's so we're so we're picking from Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and who's the last team? Iowa State. I really doubt that West Virginia has not won more than has not won multiple. See, but that would have been right on the edge of that would have been right on the edge of Marcus Smart. I think Smart was in the Smart in the thirteen draft. I think I've narrowed it down to the right two teams. I think it's Oklahoma State and Iowa State. I think that is the right two teams to narrow it down to. Okay. I really find it hard to believe that West Virginia, under Huggins in the last 10 years, did not have multiple NCAA tournament wins. I feel like they had to have won. Like Javon Carter definitely didn't win only one <laughs> NCAA tournament game. I find that really hard to believe. Oh, man. Do I really think Monte Morris only had one NCAA tournament victory? And Oklahoma State has some of those like vacate, some of those, you know, taking themselves out of tournaments. 
I don't know how many games did, did Kate Cunningham win a game in the tournament. If so, how many? <laughs> I'm gonna go Oklahoma State. That is correct. Monte, Monte got to a Sweet 16, so that in and of itself okay. would have taken okay. care of it. And don't forget about the win last year or two two seasons ago. Sorry for Iowa State. That bizarre, ugly game. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That, I believe it was the only one was that the Kate Cunningham four seed team got to the round of 32. Okay. I couldn't remember how many. I couldn't remember because they didn't, they weren't very good in the middle, like between Smart and Cunningham at all. Mm-hmm. And I think Smart was like maybe the 20, like 13 draft. Maybe I was, I was a little concerned that Cade won one and Marcus smart won one mm-hmm. like in 2014, but yeah. I think he was already gone. Okay. And I'll Beautiful. tell you the four, I think I picked the four with the fewest and it was uh-huh. TCU, Texas, Iowa state and Oklahoma state. That's how good this conference has been. Wow. Texas is. <laughs> so how many is Texas one? Like three? I think it's something like two. Uh, do I want to pull it? I'll pull it up while you keep talking. I think it's only something like two. Okay. <laughs> Stand by. Number seven. In 2019, Carson Edwards put together one of the best NCAA tournaments ever. He's first in threes in a single tournament and 10th in points per game in a single tournament in history with 34.8 points per game, which is crazy town, by the way. Also, some of these like some of these like nineteen sixties NCAA tournament stats with guys averaging like fifty two points in an NCAA tournament, silly. I need like a I need like a post two thousands list on College Basketball Reference because I want to see some of those things. You know what I mean? Anyways, oh, definitely. In two thousand nineteen, so Carson Edwards in two thousand nineteen. is in the top 10 and most attempted threes in a single tournament. Okay. There was another player in 2019 that is now in the top 10 of most attempted threes in an NCAA tournament. Okay. Does that make sense? Are you following? Now in the top 10? So he, in 2019, he, along with Carson Edwards, they both attempted enough threes oh. to enter the top 10 and okay. most attempted threes in an NCAA tournament. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Who is that player? I'm going to say Davide Moretti. A Texas tech play. I like, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, that is incorrect, um, but you're you're thinking correctly. Think about the teams who went super deep in the 2019 NCAA tournament. And when I say super deep, yes, I mean super deep. So, Matt Mooney. That's incorrect. Your your multiple choice is Cassius Winston, Bryce Brown, Jarrett Culver, and Kyle Guy. And Key Oh, Kyle Guy. That's correct. It is Kyle Guy. Oh, okay. Kyle Guy is hold on, I had it and then I had to reset my computer so that I don't have my tabs. One moment. One moment, please. Stand by. Stand by. Okay, my drop where's my drop down menu? Thank you. In 2019, so three-point field goal attempts, Jay Williams at Duke in 2001 took 66 threes in six games. (laughs) Uh, Carson Edwards is third on that list with 61. Kyle Guy is four, five, six, seven, eighth. He took 53 in six games. Steph Curry took 52 in four games. I love it. I love it. But Carson Edwards took 61 in four games, so shouts. Um (laughs) He made seven threes per game that year. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, before we get to the next question, quick update here. So, TCU has two as your team outside of Oklahoma State. Okay. Next on that list <laughs> is Texas. 
And don't forget that Texas made the Elite Eight last year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So five NCAA tournament wins. They only had two heading into that run. Wow. That is your third fewest in the Big 12. (laughs) And then you've got Iowa State and West Virginia and Kansas State. Oh, sorry. Kansas State has six. Iowa State and West Virginia have seven. (laughs) Kansas State, all of those wins come in two years, right? Right? They went to the Elite Eight twice. Yes. Yeah. No, how about that? Okay. Isn't that wild? That is wild. All right. Your your last question of yes. the summer trivia series. Okay. Gotta make it a good one. One team on the men's side made the sweet sixteen in fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. Okay. So the first four years in our time period. Yep. What was that program? 14, 15, 16, and 17. Okay. So the two teams that jumped to my mind immediately are Wisconsin and Kentucky because they went to Final Fours in each of the first two years. I don't know how Wisconsin, because that was Frank the Tank senior year in 15. So I don't know how good they were that year, the following year. I went to Sweet 16s each of the first four years. Dang. There's a lot of teams that this could be. I feel like I feel like the the numbers play is to guess one of those two teams. Hmm. It wasn't Michigan State because one of those years was the Syracuse Middle Tennessee State debacle. So it's not Michigan State. I could see it being Wisconsin. I could see it being Wisconsin. What happened to those Kentucky? So Euless, 2016. I don't know what happened 2017, though. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it is Kentucky. I don't know, though. I don't know, Josh. But I'm going to pick one of those two teams. I'll go I'll go Kentucky. That is incorrect. Okay. Your hint is that your thought process is very good, and this team did not win a national championship, which also would fit the mold of Kentucky. However, you already guessed Kentucky. so It would also fit the mold of Wisconsin. And it also takes out UNC, Villanova, Duke, and UConn. So I'll go Wisconsin. That is correct. Dang it. Gosh. (laughs) I was going to be so impressed. You had it. Kentucky only won one game in 2016 after the two Final Fours. Whereas Wisconsin proceeded to make the Sweet 16 and then the Sweet 16 again. (laughs) All right. Man, I'm upset. I feel like you deserve an extra point for that. You were so close. So who was on – I would like to know who was on those Wisconsin teams. Who was on like that that twenty that 2016 Wisconsin team? Let's see. 2016 – so they weren't very good in 2016. They weren't very good either of those years. <laughs> but they went to the Final Four – to the Sweet 16 twice. They lost 23 games through, across those two years. Oh. So 2015-16 would have been okay. That was Nigel Hayes, Bronson Koenig, and yep. a young Ethan Happ. Okay, right. Sure. Okay, so the beginning of the Happ era. Yeah, we were a seven seed. Okay, so they 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 beat a two seed in the second round. Um, and then the 16-17 team was Koenig, Happ, Hayes, Zach Showalter, mm-hmm. a young mm-hmm. Demetri Trice. Okay, all right. Right, they went about- right. They went straight from Kaminsky to Happ. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll take that. I'll take that. Having, having narrowed it down to two, I'll, I'll take it. Um, okay. Your final question in 2015, a UCLA player made nine of his 11, three pointers in a single game. Uh, he's top 10 in most threes in a single NCAA tournament game. And his 81% from three in that game is also top 10 all time among players who made at least seven threes in one game. Who is that player? 2015? Mm-hmm. I'm just, mm. In 2015, a UCLA player. I did give you the team. Yeah. I'm just going to guess Zach Levine. It's the only name coming to mind. Okay. Uh, that is incorrect. <laughs> um, you'll remember this player for the veteran role he had on a different UCLA team. But not this one where he, where he made nine of eleven threes. He was part of a better UCLA team. Was not the best player on this UCLA team, but was part of a much better UCLA team. Much better UCLA team. The best UCLA team in these last ten years. Depending on how you feel about last year's team. But obviously, if he played in 2015, he wouldn't have been playing last year. So 15, This was a super fun UCLA team to watch. Oh, okay. Okay. I picked, oh, geez. Can I figure out the player? I picked this team to win the national championship. (laughs) I remember that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, geez. Who? Okay. Oh. Oh. Who else was on that team? Oh, I feel like I'm going to get the, I feel like I'm going to recognize the name when you say it. I've got nothing though. You are going to recognize the name when you say it, when, when I say it. Who was the other card? So for those who are playing along, potentially, or we, we, we've talked in vague yeah. terms about this team. This is the 2017 UCLA is, team. Yeah, this is the Lonzo this Ball the, team. This is the Lonzo Ball TJ Leaf team. Oh, I forgot about TJ Leaf. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to guess Lonzo because I've got nothing else. Okay. Um I just for fun, I'm going to give you because trivia time is fun and this is the end of it. I'm going to give you another hint. Okay. Uh, his father ha- was the coach. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm. I would not have gotten that. It's Bryce Alford. It is Bryce Alford. That is correct. Bryce Alford went nine of 11. He played <laughs> the, the best part of this is the so it was a 2015 game. Um, hold on. Let me let me pull it up. The, the the context makes it even funnier. Hold on. Where did my Hmm. All these all of these tabs I got open right now. All right. Individual tournament game. So he did this. Also, Austin Carr from Notre Dame just dominates all of the all of the individual and like he had twenty five field goals in a single game in nineteen seventy. Oh, wow. In a March seventh, nineteen seventy game, in a game that Notre Dame beat Ohio one twelve to eighty two, um, Austin Carr was had sixty one points and was twenty five of forty four from the field. Like that just ruins all of it. Like, this, like just way to ruin it for me, Austin. Way to ruin it for me. Um. Anyways, so Jeff Fryer at Marymount made eleven threes in a game in nineteen ninety. Talk. How about that? A nineteen ninety college basketball yeah. game. There's someone making eleven threes. Sure. Um, Carson Edwards is second, tied with a couple other guys at 10. 
then there's a big group of guys. Oh, Carson Edwards is on this list twice, by the way. Um, <laughs> March March 23rd, 2019, and March 30th, 2019. Um, Brady Heslip is on this. Yeah. Um, but Bryce offered uh, Jerry McNamara. There's another mm. three-point sniper uh, name right there. Um, but Bryce offered in a March 19th, 2015 game, in a game that UCLA won 60-59 to 59 over SMU. Bryce Alford had 27 points on 9 of 11 from the three-point line. The second leading scorer in that game was a young man by the name of Norman Powell. Oh, yeah. Anyways, oh, and then on the other side, Nick Moore for SMU had 24 of his team's 59. He was good. good. So of the 119 points (laughs) scored in that game, 24, 19, so 43 70 of them were scored by three players. <laughs> there you go. But yes, Bryce Hoffer. How about that? I found, uh, I stumbled upon the individual record book at the very end of my research. I was like, oh yeah, we have to throw something in there. So that's where the last two came from. That's where the last nice. two came from. Well, there you go. Okay, so one point there for Josh in the final question. So here we go. One. Uh, the live tally for myself in, in round number three, three, eight, 13, 16, 26, 29 points for me in this particular round. And then Josh, five, eight, 13, 14, 17, 22, 23, 24 points. So the series, ultimately, two to one in favor of Mr. Doring. And then overall, I had 15 points plus 28 points gets me to 43, plus 29 gets me to 62 points. So 62 points for the Muller, Jay Mull. And Josh Doring, the other Josh, 25 points 25 plus 29 so that right there gets you to 54 yes 54 points and then you add in 24 wait that can't be right is that right i beat you by five you beat me by one then you beat me by ten so you beat me by six points total. Mm-hmm. So you have to be at what sixty-eight? Sixty-eight points? I must have done there might be. Or are you at seventy-two? I had seventy-two. Sure. Yeah. Seventy-two and seventy-eight. Okay. okay. All right. Listen, communications majors, quick <laughs> maths. It's okay. Seventy-eight points for JD. Ultimately a two to one, which is as close as the three game series can be. Yep even if it's reversed, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. a six-point difference. So ultimately, a, a a competitive trivia time series. That was enjoyable. That was enjoyable. Was. Um, anything else? So the last thing, well, I got two things. One, so Gonzaga is currently on a eight NCAA tournament streak of making mm-hmm. the Sweet 16. Impressive. So 2014 was the last time Gonzaga didn't make the Sweet 16. That's why they have the most wins. Sure. <laughs> and then the other thing I was going to say, we haven't mentioned this yet, but we are on threads now. So mm. follow the podcast on threads in addition to all the other things Josh always says. Sure. Sure. We're not doing like much it. on threads yet, but we're there. I like it. It seems like every time everybody I talk to, everybody I talk to about threads, it's kind of this, it's kind of like that. It's like, I'm not really sure what I want to do with it, but it's there. It, Got to be there, I, right? We have, I a, have a threads account, right? <laughs> All right, that's trivia time. Uh, we shall regroup and push towards uh, previewing the 2022-2023 college basketball season. Josh, always a pleasure. Trivia time uh, in front of a microphone. Never, never a bad way to spend an hour. Please subscribe to the Jay's Furious Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Jay's Furious Pod. Follow us on Threads. Is it Jay's for Days Pod? Is that correct? Is it something yes, else? Yes, I believe so. 
Well, follow us on threads, Chase for Days Pod, uh, YouTube, TikTok, all of those fun things. We'll be back in a week. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Jays for Days podcast. I'm Josh. He's Josh. And we will see you later.